This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, here we go. You want to win? You want the Christian McCaffrey jersey? Signed, framed, matted, beautiful. This is your last chance to text in to 20357. And the word is... Vegas. Oh, wow! The word is... Vegas. It's even better than my word. If they text in Vegas baby, does that remove them? Like they can't do that? Correct. Really? All right, you can't they... do it. Damn it. Do you can't do it. I think sure? that would be so cool. You won't. Just, yeah. Well, I will. I'm not eligible anyway, so stop me. Try and stop me. Watch this. 20357. Yeah, do it right now. 20357. That's what you want to text it to. Vegas? Baby, stop me. You can't stop right. me. You won't. Um, the word is Vegas. Text the word Vegas to 20357. Your last chance at a qualification sensation. Your last chance to qualify for the Christian McCaffrey jersey is right now. Text the word Vegas. Yeah. There's that three o'clock sound. Uh, except for it's five o'clock. We're right doing where a five it needs o'clock. To be exactly. Five o'clock. It's Friday and it's five and the five o'clock pop. Brought to you by Farmers Brewing Company. Whatever time it is, wherever you are, join us as we get ready for a huge sports weekend. Big one, Packers Niners tomorrow. Here we go. We're going to be sick, uh, sipping on their Mexican lager, which is called Baye. It is flavorful. It is refreshing. It is delicious. Get a six-pack, Farmer's Brewing, at your nearest grocery store, and enjoy the game with us and the beer right here on 95.7 The Game. When I think of drunk, I think of Larry Kruger. Hi, Larry. How you doing? That's V-E-G-A-S. Text hit. There we go. Send. Yeah. Nice, Larry. Vegas, baby. Vegas. My guys. What's what are you? Yeah, what have you been doing? What? Where have you been? Oh man, I've been I've been in Santa Clara all week. I've been working like a dog, talking a lot of Niners, a lot of Green Bay. I've analyzed this thing up and down. Man, I'm ready for the game. All I'm right, ready for Low Neal in the pregame tomorrow. Everybody, check it out if you're driving into uh, the game three o'clock. On 95.7 The Game, right here. There it is. Me and Lowe Neal. Yeah, we're live and local all day long, uh, leading up to you guys in the game, Larry and Lowe. We've been telling people all about it all day long. So if you've been doing a deep dive, tell us. Niners by 20? Niners by 30? What do you think? 
Niners in a close game. Don't say that. I don't have the heart for that. Come on, Larry. Let him expand on the point here, Mark. I I thank you, Mr. Dibbs. You're welcome. Um, yeah. Um, you know, I, I just I, I don't I don't subscribe to the theory that Green Bay is not good. I think Green Bay's offense is a huge challenge for this 49er defense. Green Bay's line's got the you know number two in the NFL in pass block win rate. They've got two really good tight ends. They're just all young, so nobody knows who they are, but they're great. And those receivers are all really, really good. And the quarterback's hot as fish grease. So I mean, it's they're going to um, they're going to score points, man. I mean, Green Bay's going to score points. I, I, I think it's going to. I think the Niners are going to have a hard time stopping um, Green Bay's offense. I really do. And is this? I think a sentiment in terms of the Niners secondary against the Packers, young receivers and tight ends. Is that a matchup that Green Bay has the edge in and where you think that they might be able to exploit Steve Wilkes' defense? Well, I'm a little nervous, Dibs, about, you know, Green Bay's offensive line. Um, you know, they, they, they gave up two sacks in the last four games. And, um, you know, I think both their tackles are pretty good run blockers. So, you know, and, and Bosa and Chase Young, we've seen them. I mean, the, these guys get paid a lot. The Niners have paid a lot of money for their D-line. They don't always get premier production from it. So I'm a little concerned there. Um, I love Greenlaw and Warner. I think they're going to be the difference. But I've got great respect for these receivers. I mean, Dontavion Wicks is a receiver nobody knows anything about. He's got four touchdowns on the year, but all three of them have come in the last three weeks. He's hot right now. And Jaden Reed got nothing done against Dallas, but it didn't matter because Dobbs went for 150. And you got Christian Watson, and you got Bo Melton, and, you know, they got two really good tight ends that are both about 6'5, 6'6, and can run. So, I mean, it's, you know, these weapons are legitimate, outstanding young weapons, and this quarterback is feeling it. So somehow the 49ers are going to have to, at the beginning of this game, disrupt this kid's rhythm. And I think it's going to be a challenge. Well, Larry, don't you think it starts, though, with Aaron Jones? I I, I do. And and, and to me, uh, it's about the first quarter and which quarterback is able to stay in a dual-threat role in terms of play calling. And the Packers can only do that if Aaron Jones is moving the ball on on, on the ground. What, What do you think about that matchup? You know, Aaron Jones, the Niners know Aaron Jones really well. Um, he's a small back, but he's got good ability, and he's tough, and he can catch the ball. And They, they know him well. Um, but, you know, I, I, you know he's, he's hot right now. He's had 111 yards in the last four games, so, and he's fresh. So, I, you know, to me, Mark, the better game plan is play complementary football and try to keep Green Bay's offense on the sideline as much as possible. I think the 49ers have a decided advantage with their third-ranked rush offense against the 28th rush defense. And I think also if you look at the, the way that Quay Walker and uh, Devondre Campbell play coverage, I mean, those guys are just ripe for the pick, and I, I don't think they can cover the Niner backs out of the backfield. So I think CMC's going to have a big day. I think Kittle's going to have a big day. Um, I think all the shallow crossers for the Niners are going to be open. Uh, I think that, but I think ball control and keeping the ball out of Jordan Love's hands might be the best way to stop Jones. 
And is it McCaffrey on the ground more so than McCaffrey in the air for you, Larry, in terms of his effectiveness? Because I know the Packers are 27th in the league against the run. Is it just as simple as going to that blueprint to keep the ball away from Green Bay and and also exploit a pretty weak run defense for Green Bay? Well, I think that's that's one angle. But man, when you watch, when you flip on that film and you look at Devondre Campbell, Dibs, I mean, he is not moving well at all. And you know, Quay Walker, you know, is a really athletic guy. But if you see him, I mean, he's noticeably better and faster and more instinctive coming forward than he is going backward. So I I love the idea of picking on those guys in space uh, as pass receivers. So. I think it's a little bit of both, to be honest. And I, in some ways, I kind of feel like those guys are really a fish out of water against any athlete in pass coverage. So I think they may get torched in pass coverage, maybe even more. Larry Kruger with us here on Willard and Dibs, getting ready for the game. Uh, Larry, let's talk about the weather and, and how it affects this one on a couple of fronts. What is your experience covering the team, talking to the team about Brock Purdy and handling uh, a wet football. Well, it didn't look good in that second quarter when the rain came in Cleveland. Now, how much of that was just, you know, a couple plays, the ball slipped out of his hand. Um, you know, we did ask Brock, you know, earlier in the year, would you wear a glove? And he, he said that he would in certain situations if he doesn't have a good grip on the ball. But I was talking to Logan Ryan yesterday in the locker room, and he said this is not a week to try something new. You know what I mean? So um, I would I would hate to see Brock wearing a glove. You know, maybe they maybe that pushes them Mark into more of a run pronounced attack and take the ball out of the air a little bit. I mean, the nice thing about the Forty ers is you can run it with McCaffrey. You can run it with Debo. So it's not like you've got two dynamic big big play guys. And it's not like the rain comes and suddenly it's like, oh, well, you know what? We're having a hard time throwing it. We can't get the ball to our guys. No, you can hand it to Debo half a dozen times if you want. So I think they probably will. What about the special teams angle, Larry, in terms of edges? I know that Green Bay has been fantastic with their kickoff returns. I think they're number one in the league in return yards off the kick. The Niners haven't been as good in kick coverage. Where do you think the special teams edge lies for this one? Definitely with the Niners. George Odom's back. Um, he's a Pro Bowl caliber coverage guy. Uh, he's chomping at the bit to set the tone. I think he's going to play huge. Green Bay special teams, by the way, overall are terrible. They rank 31st by DVOA. They're especially bad bad on punts. The kicker doesn't make kicks outside of 40. So, I mean, I, I think that it's, you know, obviously we don't know about Moody, but, um, you know, he's a little bit of a coin flip, a little bit of a question mark based on how he finished the year. But with Odom coming back and then the Niners' ability to use Ayuk or Juice or Debo on kick returns or punt returns, I think the Niners have a decided advantage on special teams. Larry, let's go back to something that that you said off the top here. I'm a little surprised that you're concerned with the 49er uh, front four, especially with Eric Armstead returning to action. Yeah, the Packers' offensive line has been hot. But a home one seed in the rain, you you don't think that front four is getting home? Well, I mean, they have the personnel to do it. I, I think the key guy up front is the guy you didn't name, which is Hargrave. I think Hargrave could have a huge game. Um, there's something about him this week walking around. He had a different look on his face. He's just like, 
I just think he's a prime time player. But I'm I'm a little concerned because I mean, really the the uh, the reason that Jordan Love has been so good in the second half of the year is that um, he's taking care of the ball. And the reason he's taking care of the ball is because he's not feeling the pressure because their their pass protection has been outstanding. So um, the 49, I mean, Chase Young and Nick Bosa have big names. Chase Young's a free agent at the end of the year. Um, they need a big performance out of him. And they're not going to have Cleveland Farrell, so they need a big performance out of Randy Gregory and or Robert Beal. Um, they, they're going to need some, some – they're going to need their D-line to play to their pedigree, let's just say that. And we, they haven't always done it. What about the coaching matchup, Larry, in terms of the familiarity between LaFleur and Shanahan? Does Kyle Shanahan try to do things differently knowing that Matt LaFleur knows him inside and out, or is it just as simple as lining up and trying to let your guys be better than the opponent? Well, you know, obviously I'm sure they have a friendly rivalry, but it's Shanahan against Joe Barry, you know, and and he knows Joe Barry's tendencies. Um, And the question, I think the biggest question, Dibs, going into this game, is what does Joe Barry do as far as how does he defend Brock Purdy? I mean, I'll throw it back to you guys. Like, what is the best way to defend Brock Purdy? He's the number one quarterback in the league against pressure. So do you blitz him? You sometimes may give him a defined read if you blitz him. I, 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 do, you, do you rush three and drop eight and try to cloud those windows? Kind of, you know, be more like what the Ravens did. Maybe blitz him off the off the edges from time to time and and try to pack the middle with a bunch of bodies. Uh, to me, the biggest question and mystery of this game is how does Joe Barry defend Brock Purdy on key third downs? Okay, I like that. Let's talk a little bit more about the uh, the, the quarterbacks in this game. Answer that on on both sides, though. Like, let, let, let's start with with the other side. How how do the Forty ers go about defending a hot Jordan Love? Um, they absolutely. He's got to feel their pressure. They've got they've they've got to make sure that they that, that you know that they play a number of different coverages and give them different looks. They've got to they've got to give him a pre snap look and change to something else. You got to make him feel your pressure up front, and you got to take away his first read. And then when he dr- gets to the top of his drop mark, one of the things that he does is he drifts. And we saw that from young Brett Favre. Heck, we saw it from Aaron Rodgers. But this kid will hold the ball. So you really have to get you really have to get him. I mean, you're not he's not just going to feel the rush. You're going to have to hit him a few times, um, and and they're going to have to you know he he's a guy that will literally hold the ball and drift and keep drifting. And he's got such great arm strength that he he'll drift and throw the ball without setting his feet, and he still gets quite a bit on it. So I think it, for the Niners, you know you've got you've got to really it's the play after the play that's called when he does drift. You got to have that plaster coverage that stays on these guys, and then you also got to remember this: unlike the Packers with Devontae and Rodgers, you don't know who his primary is here. So you got to cover everybody like they're the primary. Uh, you know, it's not it's not like oh they're going to Devontae for sure in key situations. They could go to Jaden Reed, they could go to Wicks, they could go to Dobbs, they could go to Kraft, they could go you know they could go to anybody. So. Um, I think it complicates things. It really does. And, for, and as far as Joe Barry against Purdy, you know, he used an assortment of zones last week against Prescott. He took away uh, his first read, which was CeeDee Lamb, and Prescott just 
floundered in that situation. I think Purdy will play with more poise um, in under the same situation. But I expect Joe Barry to play a lot of zone and to mix those zones. And is that where Shanahan ultimately gets the advantage, Larry, in terms of the personnel? Because you can play zone, and if Green Bay goes to a, a lighter front, well, then you can run the ball. And if Green Bay tries to get big to stop the run, well, then you can start to throw it, and you can do it out of the same personnel grouping. Is that ultimately the edge that the Niners have in terms of just pure personnel over Green Bay? You know, it's a good question. I think the Niners have an edge in several areas. One, Jair Alexander is is didn't practice all week. He's not 100%. He's got a bad ankle. Harrington Valentine, their safety, has given up huge numbers, yards yards per catch. I, I think the one other advantage that I expect Kyle to go to a lot in this game is if you look at Purdy in the, off the empty set when you take the backfield out of the backfield and flex him out, He's averaging 11.2 yards per attempt. Green Bay's defense against empty sets is like eighth worst in the NFL. Dallas had success doing this last week against Green Bay, but they were already in a 27-7 hole. And and, they, and I think that you know making Green Bay cover all five eligibles and speeding up the processing. You got a quarterback that can process fast, and you've got five really dangerous eligibles. And I think going empty puts a ton of pressure on a Packers defense that probably can't handle it. Larry, do the 49ers have what they need in the secondary in this game? It's the biggest question, you know, really in a lot of ways is, is you know, the Packers have young uh, receivers. The Niners have young young DBs outside of Gibson and Logan Ryan. Um, I asked Logan Ryan Thursday about this, Mark. I said, hey, you know, you're the old guy in the room. What would, advice would you give the young guys? And he said, hey, this isn't the week to try something new. This isn't a week to try a new pill. This isn't a week to change your sleeping pattern. This isn't the week to change your film, pat- your film study. Do what you do, trust your process, and stay with it. But the Niner, let's make no mistake about it, the Niner young DBs have to play serious ball here. And I would say Mooney Ward's got to win against Romeo Dobbs. I think you'll see uh, Mooney on Dobbs a lot, a lot on Saturday night. Would you anticipate a lot more nickel coverage for the Niners just based on the fact that, you know, Green Bay is going to roll out either two tight ends or three wide receivers almost every set? Yeah, that's a good question. I would say yes. You know, when I would talk to Wilkes about is it Jair Brown or is it Logan Ryan, he kind of, he kind of, you know, didn't really give an answer. And then when I talked to Ryan about playing, he's like, hey, look, corner or safety, he's like, you know, we're in an era where it's a lot of positionless football, and what he was getting at was exactly what you just kind of referenced there, is that you may see, you know, five DBs with both those guys. Um, you're, you know, you're, they're going to use everybody they got. I think, the, the you know, both Ryan and Brown will be factors, and I think you're right. I think you are going to see a lot of nickel. So, Larry, let's circle back to the beginning. Based on everything I'm just listening to you say, like I get it a little bit, but I don't know if I get it all the way. Why do you think this game should be close? Because because um, there's several reasons. One, I don't think that that you can absolutely slow down this Green Bay offense. They're also taking better care of the football than the 49ers are. So I think there's a very – I mean, uh, Love's turned it over once in like the last 10 games. Brock Purdy has turned it over 
you know, I think once every game, it seems like, for the last month or so. So I think there's a very good chance the 49ers could be minus one in turnovers in this game. Um, And that right there would make it close. I also kind of think that, that, uh, you know, Green Bay just scored 50 uh, almost on a Dallas defense that's like third in the league um, in, in 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 pass defense. So I, I, I've got a lot of respect for Green Bay's ability to score. I mean, the Niners this year, 8-0, 8-0 when they don't turn it over, but they're 4-5 and when they do. And um, I, think they're gonna, I think they will turn it over at least once, and, and I think that could be the equalizing factor here. But I, I, I still think the 49ers, if they just keep it simple and run the ball, and, and if you say, why are the Niners going to win? I think they're going to win because Greenlaw and Warner – are a lot better on that second level than Campbell and and uh, and the other backer um, Walker. So I, I, that's to me where the Niners are better. That second level defense. You got a score prediction? Are we talking thirty four thirty one? Is it lower scoring? How do you see lower. this one? Yeah, you, you see more like a twenty to seventeen, Larry. Yeah, I'm thinking more like twenty four twenty four twenty four seventeen twenty four thirteen. Something like that. I think. I think. You know. It's also the, one, the other thing I asked Colt McKivitz about the field, and he said that um, you know they love the this field drains really well, and he says that he doesn't think even if it rains a ton, he thinks the field will hold up. So I think the field conditions. I mean, it's not. It, it's not going to be a quagmire. It's not going to be a candlestick in some of those years. Um, I think the field's going to hold up and be a good surface. But yeah. I, I, I could see some adversity on both sides and, and uh, a game that's the Niners could cover, but I don't think it's by any chance it's any kind of a blowout. Yeah, like I was going to say, you realize that 24-17 and 24-13 are very different final scores. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, 7 or 11, but I mean, it's, it's, I think it's right in there. I think, I think 49ers are going to win the game, but... I don't feel really confident about the cover. Um, I, I feel much more confident about other games this weekend, coverage-wise, than that. Which ones? I love uh, Detroit. I think Detroit's going to cover for fun. Detroit's going to cover for fun. Yeah, I like Detroit. Okay, I like Detroit big. I mean, what we saw last week from Tampa was Philadelphia crumbling before our eyes. Totally, Detroit is. Detroit's got some of the NFL's best weapons. I mean, Amon Ra is really angry that he didn't make the Pro Bowl, and he's playing incredible. And uh, they've got a great offensive line, the Gibbs-Montgomery combo, Laporta, Aiden Hutchinson, I mean, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. I mean, Detroit's got eight or nine of the best players in the league. Um, Good Lord, what the hell are you going to say when Detroit comes here next week, then? Yeah. I know, I I don't, you know, I'll say this, too. I really kind of believe this, and I know this is a lot of people would totally disagree with this. I, I'll put it down right now. You, you hold me to it later. The winner of this game Saturday night wins the whole thing. Wow, so you, you don't like Detroit. No, I like wait, the, wait, wait. Well, he likes them. Like, wait, wait. Wins the Super Bowl. Wins the whole saying. banana? The whole you think thing. the Packers win the Super Bowl if they win tomorrow night? Yeah, I do. Right, you're a crazy person. I like it. That, that was hey, a, who did you who did you have last week in uh, Green Bay, Dallas? Um, I had Dallas low in my go. pool. No, no, no. I'm All leading right. my pool, so don't do a victory lap. It's the All only right. game I got wrong, and I had it low. Well, I had Green Bay, 
So I'm a believer in Green Bay. Oh, I, I really think. Oh, you gotta remember this. Who'd you Green who'd Bay you have in Niners. Houston? Who'd you have in Houston, Larry? Well, I love Houston, by the way. Did you have Houston. them? By the way, I love Houston did this you? week to beat the Ravens. You're evading the question. Who did I you Cleveland. have in the game? Cleveland. Uh huh. Hmm. All right. Hmm. Fine. Right. Who do you have? Who do you have this weekend between Houston and Baltimore? Um, eh, to win or to cover? To win. I think Baltimore is probably going to get a close one, but I ooh, that's the one. To me, I like Houston. Yeah, to me, the upset of the week. If there's an upset, that'd be the first one that I pick. Yeah, I like Houston. Yeah. Houston, I think Houston can win. I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna do on that game? I'm gonna live bet that game. I'm gonna wait until I get a sneak peek and see because to me there was one way Houston doesn't win that game, and that's if they get ambushed in the first quarter and are just thoroughly, you know. They get ambushed and they're down ten nothing or seventeen three in like the first ten minutes. Other than that, I like Houston. All right, Larry. Do you have any other NFL teams where you want to name all their players and sound really smart? Whoop. <laughs> so we can go into Bills uh, Chiefs. I like the Chiefs. How many Chiefs on the teaser to the under? <laughs> how many Texans can you name? Go. Oh, all day. I'm here all day. Laramie Tunsil, Nico Collins. Yep. Tank Dell, C.J. Stroud, That's Will Anderson, yep. Jonathan Greenard, um, Jalen Petrie, uh, uh-huh. you know Christian. Wa- Christian is a Christian Walker. Nah, he plays uh, for the Packers. Ah! No, no. Sorry, sorry. That's it. <laughs> That's it. The answer was six. Yeah. Six. All right. Thanks, Larry. Eric Stingley. No, no, no. The game's <laughs> over now, Larry. The game's over. Um, enjoy the show. Everyone's going to listen to you tomorrow. This is a very, very popular station. I've heard that. I've yeah. heard it. It's a dominant station in the ratings. Really, no doubt. Taking names. <laughs> um, have fun out there tomorrow, buddy. Absolutely, guys. Good to talk to you. Right yeah, on, Larry. Good to have you, Larry Kruger. He knows all the players, and um, and uh, and he and he showed it just now. One more time, because the window is almost over. You got four minutes to get your text in. Pull over. Pull over and send the text to 20357, and you could win the Christian McCaffrey signed jersey, framed, matted. The word is Vegas. 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 By the way, I texted in Vegas, baby, and I did. I got the thing back, Grandy. I got the thing back. What thing? You've entered 95.7 The Games Contest for a chance to win a signed Christian McCaffrey jersey. Message and data rates may apply. Try and text in a different word, like <laughs> Dibbly. schmaltz All right, or something, and see if, you, uh, see if you get an error message. Uh, that so will... Dibbly. Try Dibbly. I did. And? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> wow. And I think my watch has ended. And that'll do it. <laughs> Uh, seriously, nothing happened. <laughs> what is going on here? So I guess uh, Vegas baby does work. Yeah, it works. <laughs> not Dibley. Vegas followed by anything. Is there just like a little person in there reading them? And they're like, that's not That's the exactly word. what it is, yeah. <laughs> that's not the right word. <laughs> or maybe it's because I already entered. I already entered today. Maybe. You only get to do it once per day. Once per you show. You do it once per show. Yeah. Right. Three right. times a day. Well, it's a different but word yeah. each time. Yeah. You're down to two and a half minutes yeah. to right. get yourself don't, entered. Don't text Dibley and it doesn't work. Try Vegas. <laughs> V-E-G-A-S. Uh, there it is. Okay. Um, 
888-957-9570. Coach Garcia in Vallejo, thank you for your patience. Hey, Coach, what are you doing? How you guys doing, man? Fantastic. What's just up? Just want to call in and just uh, have an understanding. It's not all about being a Green Bay fan. Just being a football fan, I just think there's going to be a problem with double teams and, you know, possibly counterplays and trapping upfield and running the football. And if that becomes an issue for the 49ers, look out because that's a dangerous situation on a wet field. So running and pounding the football could be very dangerous, especially with a play-action quarterback that's having success. So not to be a Green Bay fan or hate on the 49ers, but uh, that could be a very bad recipe if they establish the run early and pound the football. Just want to let you guys know you're doing a fantastic job. I love the show, love Dibs. And uh, no problem with all those comments coming in. All the haters are going to come in on me, so <laughs> no problem. I'll take your comments off the air. Yeah, coach, was, no problem, Thank Coach. you, Coach. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Listen, that, if, that's a scenario where any team can beat the other team. Right. If you if you're able to run the ball and keep the ball and keep the other offense off the field, your chance of winning goes up dramatically. I was surprised to hear Larry and his stat about yeah. the Niners with just one turnover, four and five on the year when they turn it over once, and seven and zero oh, I think was the number when they don't turn it over at all. Yep. Well, no, I guess it would be eight and zero. Oh. Eight and zero, oh, yeah. Yeah, it'd be eight and zero. Oh. I mean that that is dramatic. That well, and that's be... that's always been Kyle's thing. Yeah, like that. The, Kyle's thing is turnovers. Quarterback, don't turn the ball over. You know, th- this is what leads to that. I mean, it's not a secret, um, but it's hard to say on the radio in San Francisco without people screaming and yelling that you're some kind of homer. So don't take my word for it. Greg Cosell said it. Um, a number of film watchers who have no dog in the fight said it. Uh, Mark Schlereth came on this show and said it. He goes, I went back and watched the Baltimore-San Francisco film. And if you really want to look at that game and watch the way the ball was moving and which team was moving it, he goes, the Niners were crushing it. They were crushing it. Greg Cosell said the exact same thing. But what got them? Obviously, turnovers. Yeah. It changes and it kills you. So, look, uh, wet field, wet ball, uh, quarterback who struggled with that against, uh, against the Ravens. I mean, you don't need to look hard. Brock Purdy threw 11 picks this year. Nine of them came in their losses. He lost four games this year. That was almost all of his picks in those four games. Yeah, they had three turnovers against Minnesota, loss. Three turnovers against Cincinnati, loss. Two against Seattle, they won that game. And then five, count them, five turns against Baltimore in the loss. And the other games where they had just the one turnover, Pittsburgh a win, Dallas a win, Cleveland a loss. But, I mean, we all know that if the kicker makes a kick, that loss turns into a win. One against Seattle, as I mentioned. One against the Rams, which was a loss, but that was Week 18. One, it wasn't him. Who really cares? And it yeah, wasn't but, him. But the team right. in general, right? So right. to Larry's stat, they were four and five. Really, they were four and four with Brock. Yeah. when they turned it over, Brock threw picks against Seattle both times they played him, and then still won. That's it. Those are his only two interceptions in his 12 wins this year. 12 games where th- th- that he won. Two interceptions. Yeah. And then in the four that he lost, nine. So um, I'm sort of with Larry on that from this perspective. You know, he made it one turnover. I give Brock one. You can't have two. You know, Dak had more than one.
I'll agree. If, if you guys, and, and, and it's funny to me when people use the word could when, when we're doing this, well, it, it could be tough if this happens. It could, well, sure, sure. If Brock Purdy throws two interceptions, it's going to be a tough thing to win this game. It's going to be real hard to win this game if he throws two picks. So he can't do that. Right. He can't do that, and he usually doesn't. Well, and if he throws two, then you need to make sure you get three back the other way. That's going to be tough because Jordan loves throwing right, one. Right, he's thrown one in the past couple of months. In the last, yeah, exactly. Since about uh, Halloween. The Niners 0-3 this year when they lose the turnover battle. And that speaks to how good they've been at getting the ball back, the takeaway, because it's only been three games uh, where they they lost the turnover battle. It was Minnesota. They lost it three to one. Cincinnati. They lost it three to one. And Baltimore, as mentioned, they lost it five nil. The turnover battle. Um, let's go to Larry in Walnut Creek. Hi, Larry. What are you doing? Hello. I'm just kind of listening in. I'm enjoying you guys' chat. Um, but I was thinking it would be really great if the Buccaneers win uh, this week and the Niners win, because then you'll have the top pick quarterback in Mayfield going against the last guy picked quarterback in Brock Purdy. Uh, well, that'll be true no matter what. Yeah, yeah, Larry, thanks. Uh, although that'll that'll be true because um, it's not the same draft, Larry. So that'll be true if the Niners win no matter who he plays next week. No, I understand that. I think they're going to win no matter what. But if we go Mayfield against Purdy, I don't think we've ever had a playoff game with a number one QB going against the last guy picked. Yeah, Larry, you're missing my point. It's going to be true if Mayfield loses also, because Jared Goff was also number Number one one. overall. So if the Niners win this weekend, you're going to get last pick in the draft versus first pick in the draft, no matter what, if the Niners win. So yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. We're going to do this for his entire career. He's faced, right. he faced Tom Brady, and then he's going to face, right? Now, as the number one versus the last. Um, if Brock Purdy, uh, if he wins a Super Bowl, if he gets a second contract, if he plays like this for a healthy portion of his career, then it's going to be all kinds of firsts, and it's going to be one of the greatest storybook sports for sure. stories that, uh, that we've ever seen. It would be up there, and right now the best storybook uh, story in terms of quarterback winning Super Bowl, it's got to be Kurt Warner, undrafted, grocer, Arena League, World League, and he goes on to not only win the Super Bowl but become a Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer wins right. a couple Super Bowls. Do you know how many number one overall picks – have ever won the Super Bowl? Ooh, that's a good question. And if Grandy were at his desk, we'd probably get game show Scott music. Da da da. But, uh, let's Scott see. Da da da. How many? Scott da 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 da. Scott da da da. Thank you. Um, I think I was how, nailing it. How I felt many, good about it. How many number one overall? How picks? many number one overall picks have ever well, quarterbacked? And this is quarterbacks only. Right. Quarterbacks and one. The Super Bowl. So I'm just going to do like recent memory and okay. then, then an educated guess because I, I don't know if we want to go well, back. Well, the, the follow up question would years. be for you to name them. But. Well, well, Stafford is. The, is 2009. Yeah, Stafford comes to mind. Um, let's see. Hang on. Who else was number one overall? Oh, Matt Ryan didn't win. He lost to. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Twenty-eight to three. Cam Newton didn't win. No, nope. oh, Peyton Manning. Nineteen ninety-eight. Peyton Manning. That's two. Um, 
And so then I'll say that there were, you know, in history, what, two more. I'll say four. How many? Oh, the correct answer is seven. Ooh. You okay. forgot Eli Manning. Oh, right. 2004. Right. Troy Aikman, 1989. Okay. John Elway, 1983. But of course. Jim Plunkett, 1971. Well, now, now we're before my draft. Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, I don't 1970. Even, I don't even know that those guys were number one overall. No. 16 of the 57 Super Bowls have been won by number one oh. overalls. All right. I was well, surprised at... Uh, at the small number. Only seven of them. And the, those seven men uh, account for 16 total Lombardis. And didn't you say we're, we're somewhere in the neighborhood of half the Super Bowls have been won by a first-round draft pick? 30 of them. 30 of the 57? Correct. 30 of the 57. 27 have come from outside the first round. And 10 of those 27 are Montana and Brady. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Or 11 of them. Doesn't Tom have seven? Or he has just the six? Well, and Joe has... Joe's got four. Joe's got... Four. Right. And okay. I thought Tom had seven. I think you're right. Yeah. So that would be 11. 11 of the 27. Yeah. And some of those... And I went back and looked at all of them. Uh, like, Bart Starr, I think, was a 14th round pick. And, you know, the aforementioned Kurt Warner was undrafted. And... It's a little bit nuanced because Steve Young counts as a first-rounder, even though he was a first-round pick in the supplemental draft. But I still counted him as a first-rounder. Fair enough. Because had he come out in the draft, he would have been a first-rounder. But instead, he went to the USFL. And only if the Niners win this year will it not be a first-rounder this year. Correct. Yeah. The other seven are all first-rounders. First. Lamar... By uh, by a whisker, he was yep. the last pick in his first round. And you know what else about those uh, those seven first round draft picks? They're all terrific. I knew it. I knew you were going there. They are all terrific. Uh, and then Brock. Yeah, seven terrific and a Brock. <laughs> it's all right, Amy. We love it's, you. No, it's totally okay. But I hope Amy understands, and I think she did. Um, I know that she like she probably really got it on social media last night. It is my guess. Actually, I don't even say probably. I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. My Twitter, your so Twitter, it's probably Twitter. It, it was super ugly on social media, and that was kind of one of her points yesterday. And okay, that's that's fine. We all have been through nasty stuff on on social media before. Um, what if I asked it this way? What if I made this point though? How on earth could you look at this year, okay, just just this year, how on earth could you look at Brock Purdy this year and not use the word terrific? How can you even do that? Yeah, everybody's allowed to have your own opinion about the future of a player, but there, there is no plausible scenario where you can review. Because he only played, he didn't play 17, he played 16 games this year. And they were not all works of art. And I would argue that for all the quarterbacks. Every one of them had non-work of art games this year. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, you bet. How on earth can you watch this year and not say Brock Purdy was terrific? I, I think that's... I think that's crazy. And I think that's where the discussion ultimately lied, and that's where our discussion with her went, and that's where 
you know, she got she got caught up with a word, you know, saying seven were terrific and then Brock Purdy. Doesn't mean that Brock was bad and she defended herself very well in terms of saying he was good, but it's the, the notion of seven being in a certain echelon and then Brock being below that echelon. That's where people took issue. Um, who knows, man? Tomorrow night's going to have a lot to say with regard to whether or not uh, Amy comes out of the weekend looking good or bad. You know, um, if he turns the ball over a couple times and they lose, you, boy, that opinion is going to change on social media real, real fast. Tomorrow night is as big as they get. We'll get to more of your phone calls coming up next. 95.7 The Game is live and local all day tomorrow because it's such a big day. Warriors this week is going to run from 9 to noon. Grandy and Jason Dumas will be talking 49ers from noon to 3. Uh, and that leads up to the kickoff show with Larry and Lowe at 3 p.m. Hilton Santa Clara. Great food, great drinks, best pregame show in the area presented by Habas Law. You've been wronged. Habas Law will make it right. Call 1-800-INJURED or visit HabasLaw.com. This is Willard and Dibs. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can you help me fix my phone? (laughs) Now, back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Well, can you? Can you? What you got to do is find a young person. That's right. <laughs> that's right. I love the young people. Yeah, that's my suggestion. If there's anything going on with your phone, just go to a school and just walk around the campus and ask for help. Um, I'm sure it'll go great. It, it, it'll go fantastic. So uh, so good luck to everybody on uh, on that one. And good luck to the Niners. Good God. They better win. Yeah, less than uh, 24 hours from now, 23 and a half hours, it all goes down. Levi Stadium, and yeah, they better win. They better win. <laughs> Super Bowl or else. Um, That's well, where we are. What if we, and, and here, here is a different part of my point. I don't even really, and this is impossible, I get, but I don't really even want to think about the Super Bowl right now. Like, I, like this is so many different things. The, the the I know it's only three football games. You hope, but 
you've detailed this today. This is a very, very different conversation if they were to lose this game as opposed to losing the uh, the Super Bowl. I, I'm incredibly excited. I've been we've been waiting for this all year. We think that this team is the best team. We think that they've got a real shot, and uh, and here we go. And I want to make this all about tomorrow night. And I don't worry about anything else. Of course. And and what phrases go with it and all that stuff some other day. I mean, even, lovely Christy was asking me today because we are we got some friends coming over for the game tomorrow night, and um, she's like, "What are you thinking? Maybe for the NFC Championship game?" And and now the NFC title game is the second game next Sunday. So in right. theory, is going to be during my my Fox show. Oh boy. And I'm sitting here going, do I take do I take the weekend off? I could do that. That's going to be very difficult to try to watch that game while we're doing a show. I don't really want to do that. Oh, I've seen you do that. I don't really want to miss out on the dough either. Correct? Right. So like what do you do? And what I finally arrived at is we shouldn't even be having this conversation yet. Right, right. You better be careful. Let's wait till tomorrow night at 8.30, and then we'll sit down and figure out what we want to do next week. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And we used to do a thing here at the station before any of you uh, whippersnappers were around <laughs> called the Gridiron Gala, where we would go to a, a bar and have a listener party for the championship games, conference championship games. And, well, we don't really do it anymore because the 49ers are usually involved. And so it was fun when the Niners were no good because it gave you a place to be and all the hosts would come and a ton of listeners. And it was a lot of fun. We did it year after year. And then the Niners got good and it became a problem because everybody wanted to be at the game. And so it was tough to have a listener party when everybody is already dialed in right. on the game. Right. So it's kind of the same thing. And I'm with you. Don't even worry about next Sunday until you deal with tomorrow. And I think about Monday's show, it'll either be a victory Monday, how sweet it is to be one of the last four teams remaining, or it's going to be an absolute bloodbath. Yeah, yeah. Uh, knowing the Giants, they'll sign Cody Bellinger sure on Monday will. morning, and uh, and no one will even talk I'm about it. I'm a Giants it. fan. we got yeah. a box of donuts on it. He's one of your... Uh, He's one of the four. One of your four. He's one of the four. One of your four. Yeah. Farhan. Far, damn it, Farhan! <laughs> Yeah, so good luck with that. Cody Damn Ballinger, Cody Ballinger uh, Corbin Burns of the Brewers, right? Uh, which would be a trade. Um, who else? What did we Blake say? Snell. Blake Snell and uh, Matt Chapman. Yeah. yeah. If one of them is a giant on opening day, then those on you. Box of does, no okay. doubt. Right. Yeah. Quality donuts, East um, Oakland. Bob's Donuts if I lose. Nah, um, you got to go to the alley. Or go to the alley, that's true. Bob's. They're both good. good. They're both good. Yeah. Uh, Defensive play of the week is brought to you by East Bay Law Practice. When you need the best defense, you need to call the Bay Area's top criminal defense attorney. Visit eastbaylawpractice.com today. Let's rewind to yesterday on her own show. Amy Trask, the princess of darkness, said that there are seven terrific QBs playing this weekend and a good Brock Purdy, meaning that Purdy is the worst QB still standing. And then we had her on the show and she defended her take, kinda. I called him good. Why do people care so much 
whether I call someone good or great or super duper good or super duper, cal, you know, super califragilistic good. What, what, what are we arguing about the use of good versus terrific? I, I find that interesting. Well, I would answer it this way. If nobody cared what word you use, then why did it come up on the show to begin with? Right. Uh, people do care because of the way that it was packaged. And the way that it was packaged, no matter what word you use, is we got seven quarterbacks who are really good, and then we got one that is not as good. Right. So you can say I called him good, but you also called him not as good. You didn't call him terrific. There was seven terrific, and then there was another one who was not terrific. So it's semantics, but it's just the way it was presented and when she came on and defended her point, she did point out that Brock is good, but still didn't go all the way to undo what she said. Not that she has to. She really doesn't. Nope. Which is why she gets our Defensive Play of the Week. Oh, man. And I love her. Oh. We actually had a oh. little back and forth uh, after the show, and you know, I thanked her for coming on. Yeah, I did. I, I she did thanked too. me yeah. for the kind words and all the rest of it. She's Thanks. awesome. Yeah, totally. Um, There's a little bit of that in there. <laughs> Defensive Play of the Week brought to you by East Bay Law Practice. East Bay Law Practice knows how to go the distance for you by providing the defense you need to help reduce or eliminate your penalties. Visit eastbaylawpractice.com today. Whew. I hope he plays well tomorrow night. Yeah, I do too. I hope he plays I do well too. tomorrow night. I hope they play well. I hope they go out there yeah. and get the victory. And I would love to see it be a, a good, close, competitive game. It's always a more fun watch oh. than just Blowout City. Couldn't disagree with you more. Go ahead. No, you want to see like 48 to nothing, a snoozer? I do not want to stress. I do not want stress. Let me get... This is a stressful game if it's close. Packers up 24-23. Oh, for crying out loud. Buck 51 to go. Don't even do it. Brock gets the ball back at his own 25 with two timeouts oh. under the two-minute warning. Oh. Let's go, Brock. Show me what you're working with. And then, by the way, he could do everything oh, yeah. right. Give and me Jake then, Moody. And then, and then Moody comes out for a rainy kick. Two seconds to go. Moody from 42. Tabor, the snap. Wisnowski, the hold. Was, the kick is on his way. It's up. I mean. Let's go! I can't. Moody from 42. Left hash mark. Please do not speak this crap into existence. Snap. Hold. Kick. I'm here for it. Let's go to. I'm not. Let's Let's sports it up. uh, Jose in Oakland. Hi, Jose. What are you doing? You know what? Dibley, if what you just said comes through, I'm going to hate you for the rest of my life. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Is that going to be a no from you? It to happen. You know, that, that's a no for me, though, okay? Yeah, okay. It. That's what I'm talking about. Let me, let me tell you something. That's the one thing I was thinking. You know what? If it, happen, if it goes that way, this Monday is going to be about about Purdy playing that bad, or is it going to be about Kyle and John really messing this one up and not doing anything about the kicker? From the start, because this guy has been bad all year long. I don't care if you tell me, well, he's, uh, you know, 18 out of 21. Yeah, the 18 he's made, they've been like 35 or, or less. I mean, those are give me. The ones where he has been under pressure, he wet on his own pants. <laughs> okay? Come on, man. Um, that's probably, like, I. I, I Jose, the guy was I get, nearly perfect on extra points. I mean, and by the way, he uh, he does have some long kicks. He's not over once it gets to 40 yards. 
Uh, let me see what. Uh, where, where are the kicking stats? He was sixty of sixty-one, I think, on PATs. I mean, he. I don't think he missed. He missed one PAT. He was twenty-one of twenty-five. Correct for um, for field goals, but uh, seven of seven from twenty to twenty-nine. Okay. Eight of nine from thirty to thirty-nine. Yeah, yeah. From forty to forty-nine, four of six. Well, then that's what he's going to be facing tomorrow with two seconds to go. Jose. Fifty plus two out of three. Yeah. They didn't use him a lot. That's not that. That's not, that's not that bad. No, he just missed the most important one. That's right, all. and then yeah. he he's coming off a miss against the Rams. Yeah. So yeah. just get ready for it, Jose. Two ticks to go. Forty-two yarder for the win. Oh baby! All right. Guess what's coming up on the game, everyone? Uh, it's uh, first of all brought to you by Fremont Bank, full service banking, no compromises. It's the best of the game. Grandy for a full hour. It's going to lead off with To, who was on the morning roast. Terrell Owens, he caught it. He caught it. He caught it. And then he talked about it. And so uh, we're going to play that coming up on the game. Hey, have a great time tomorrow night, everybody. Thanks for everything all week long. Um, Dibs, do you want to you do this again tomorrow? No, how about Monday? Want to do Monday? Let's do Monday. Let's do Monday. All right, everybody. Here we go. For Dibs, for Grandy, for Lucas, I'm Mark. Future shot is all we got. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. <laughs> The Road to Vegas is brought to you by Marowest Credit Union. Working for you today, tomorrow, together. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 